Welcome to the 99 Challenges Podcast. On each episode in this show, we bring you one challenge that your business can face and invite experts to provide insights on overcoming these challenges. This episode is brought to you by Anywhere Consulting. We solve problems for growing businesses. We follow up each episode with more content at the99challenges.com or at anywhere.consulting. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Peter Benny, founder of Anywhere Consulting. In today's episode, we will talk about email marketing and marketing automation. As marketing tools are getting better and better, much of the marketing activities can be automated. But do we need to automate everything that we can automate? If so, how can we start? To discuss the best practices, I invited Joey Keller, CTO of Friendly, a privacy-friendly marketing automation company straight out of Switzerland. Hey, Joey, welcome to the show. Hello, Peter. Great to be here. Awesome. So let's start with a quick intro. What are you doing? What was your journey? How did you end up with Friendly? And more importantly, what does Friendly do? I will shorten my journey a little bit. Let's put it this way. I did send a lot of emails. I was working for an American marketing company. We were uh, focusing on email marketing a lot. So I learned a lot about emailing, inboxing, list management. And then I moved back to, to work in Europe. Technically, I didn't move because I'm at the same place, but I joined Friendly last year. Actually, today we are one year old. So it's congratulations. It's really, really cool. Thank you. I am the CTO uh, at Friendly and I'm responsible for infrastructure, onboarding our clients. And in general, I'm responsible for their success with automation. And I'm also the assistant product lead with the Matic open source project. Matic is a software what Friendly Automate is based on and Friendly offers various privacy-friendly tools. We also have a Friendly Analytics, which is a cookie-less Google Analytics competitor, I would say. So we are focusing mostly on open source. So you can check out what we sell. We are also an open company, which means you can see how much we earn, how much we spend, with nothing, we have nothing to hide. Yeah, I saw that uh, on the website, it says everything is super transparent. You do, do share everything, which is, I think it's amazing. I only saw this type of transparency approach first at, with Buffer, where they share pretty much everything about their company and how they are doing. And then it turned to most of the indie hackers and the indie startup entrepreneurs. They also do share everything. And I, I was just glad to see that Friendly is part of that network too. Great job. Yeah, we are, we are very proud of that. And you see, it's a conversation piece. And, and how do you, so who, who are the, the clients of Friendly? So how do you help them mostly small businesses or medium-sized businesses and, and why they are coming to you? So people are coming to us, clients coming to us because they realize that they need marketing automation. The, the funny thing is that most of these companies don't even know what marketing automation is at that point, because it's a buzzword. Everyone is talking about it. I wanted to ask that, that I know that tech savvy startup companies, they do understand and use automation every day, but small business and medium-sized businesses who are not like super tech savvy, they don't really know what is the marketing automation in general. They do heard about the word, of course, because it's a buzzword, uh, but they don't know what they can automate. Yeah, so marketing automation is definition. So well, you are trying to have, you are trying to deliver the right message at the right time to the right people. 
That's what marketing automation is. Most companies actually do it without knowing about it. Like cart recovery process. Someone doesn't finish shopping, an abandoned cart. That's mm -hmm. already an automation. Or a birthday, happy birthday discount. It's an automation. Yeah, because it's happening on certain time, certain even triggers it. It's not a personal email. The exact opposite would be sending your newsletters. Although that's also part of the marketing automation tools because it's very important for a tool to understand who is opening the emails and who is not. So first, back to your question, what is marketing automation? I would start with that, what is not, what it's not going to do. When I first uh, heard this word, I thought marketing automation is you push a button and content comes out and people will buy stuff. That's not what it is. It won't replace any traditional marketing tools. It will enhance them. It won't write your content, <laughs> at least not sadly. our tools. Yeah, sadly. There are other tools for that. We, in fact, we have a, we have a partner in Switzerland. Uh, a great company who is, who is doing that, but our tool uh, and in general, marketing automation tools don't generate content automatically. And it, it won't replace the human touch also when it comes to sales and especially to customer service. So you can't fire your customer service agent just because you have marketing automation. You can make their life easier. You can have a better customer journey, custom, better customer experience, more efficient sales stuff more sales, more up-sales, cross-sales. So what it does, let's say, let's divide your sales process into three parts, pre-conversion, active leads, and post-conversion. So for pre-conversion, you can do a bunch of things. You can make them aware of your service. Friendly Automate also tracks your leads on the website. So we know what they're doing. Based on that, we can create personas and we can place them in the right funnel deliver them the right message. So the, the idea is to make the perfect segment of these unknown visitors, let's say, try to get their contact infos, start meaningful campaigns for them with the tool, communicate properly and make them engaged. And then stage two is when they're engaged already, then you help them with the decision-making process. My favorite analogy would be when you walk in a shop, let's say a, a cosmetic shop, okay? And you look at the products, you don't know what you want. Okay. If you're a man, maybe you don't even know what you're looking at. And the sales assistant, the shop assistant has to approach you in a, in a proper way that you don't feel intimidated. And these conversations can be replaced by marketing automation. You can understand what your customer is looking for and you can deliver the right message to them. So in a sales process, usually they look at the product, on your website or in the cosmetic store, it doesn't matter. They will have objections. Why they not buying this product? And you can manage that. Yeah, or they are not ready. So exactly. sometimes it's not just it's not just objection. They are not ready because of their situation or whatever reasons. We call this in marketing that it's part of the nurturing process. So they do have the interest because they are already on your website. Mm -hmm. They are already interested in your solutions uh, to their problems but they are just not ready or they have questions. So they either sign up to a newsletter or engage in chat or whatever. There is a trigger point. And at least with our clients, we use marketing automation to nurture after this trigger point has been pushed and they deliver some sort of messages. Uh, with marketing automation, since friendly use the website tracking, so you exactly know what content they're looking at. 
and you can build a meaningful segment based on this information. For example, someone checks out your pricing page five times and does not convert. What does it tell you? For me, for me, it says, okay, you need to explain your prices. So the nurturing process will include automatically an email which explains the prices. For web shops, for example, delivery conditions, delivery return, return rules. These are also very important uh, aspects and this can be all automated. We mentioned also post-conversion, which is just to check with them how was the experience or how to use the product better, how to do upsell, cross-selling and all this is uh, very important. Just to step back a little bit and um, imagine that I'm, I'm a business owner and I do heard about the marketing automation as the buzzword, but I don't know what to automate within my marketing activities. Why should I care? So why should I automate on the first place if there's not that huge amount of activities right now within my company? Let's say I only have a newsletter. Let's say I, I produce some sort of a content on social or blog, whatever. But I can still manage everything internally by myself or, or with a marketing manager that works for me or a freelancer. Why should I care? Why should I use marketing automation tools? If you have a newsletter, you already have some kind of content creation process. So you sure. have all the content creation ready. You should look at your opening rates in your newsletter. Can it be better? If you're happy with it, so you are like above industry average, I don't think you should poke around too much. You probably have a perfect content delivered to the perfect uh, client. I'm not sure that you need to invest more time into marketing automation. But if you would like to grow, marketing automation can be the tool which helps you to do that. For example, based on the clicks in your newsletters, you can create personas and you can deliver better messages. And it doesn't mean that you're sending a different newsletter. But first of all, you will understand what your customers are interested in. And second, you can create this content dynamically from your previous newsletter. So let's say you create a newsletter today with certain content and you add dynamic fields based on the interest. So people who have this certain interest will see more that content, which is actually interesting for them. So the ultimate goal is to have better response rate from your customers, and you can reach that by better content, better targeted content. I've never seen an entirely happy uh, business owner. Someone who I, says, everything works for us. Those are usually not our clients. I don't know where they are, but nobody's like solving back that there's nothing to improve. <laughs> it's rarely the case that you're happy with your open rates. It's uh, more like uh, <laughs> marketing automation is very good when everything else is more or less already thought through. Like you have a way to drive traffic to your website. The marketing automation will offer you the tools to capture that traffic. It's a, it's amazing uh, feeling actually when we first do the demo with a client, they already have their account set up. So they have the tracking and then we go through the, the, the website and we say, okay, so you have now whatever thousand contacts who you send newsletter to, they are opening so many emails and then I click for the unknown visitors. And then they're like, wow, who are these people? And then we list all the, usually it's like tenfold in comparison to the, to the, <laughs> uh, to the non-clients uh, contacts. And then they're like, who are all these guys? And we are always say, these are the high hanging fruits. Those people, you don't know yet who they are, but they all potentially clients. 
And then we make a filter for those who visited the most websites, checked out the About Us page, checked out different things. And they're like, wow, who are these guys? Those are the most juicy high-hanging fruits. And then, okay, this is what you do. Show a pop-up, but only to those people who are the most important. Feature some kind of white page or something. Uh, document five ways to, I don't know, cook the pancake. And they subscribe. And then the nurturing process starts. So it's usually, it's amazing moment when they realize that, oh my God, I didn't do this so We already touched newsletters and we already touched some like content scheduling a little bit. What other parts that you can automate from your marketing activities? So it depends on the trigger points, but I would like to go back to the newsletters because I'm really happy that you brought it up. So what is a newsletter? A newsletter is telling people that there is something, you know, new happening to us. But what I really like to show our customers is the hidden power of marketing automation. So let's say you send out a newsletter. What's going to happen? What does the, the email provider see? That you're sent out the same content to 1,000 people. Yeah. And they will handle that accordingly. The first 50 or 100 or 500 emails will go through, but the rest will be punished because you send a block. Like that's what happens. Your inboxing rate will go down by the time you finish your send. We call that the tail. If you do marketing automation and you are timing your trigger points, not at the same time for everyone, but let's say from the start of their journey. So you're not only sending newsletter, but you're sending your news updates or product information or any kind of nurturing content. You're sending timed from the first identification of that contact. So it's different for all of your contacts. It's different minute, different hour, different day. They're different part of the process. The whole thing will look like you are actually almost like manually writing out those emails because the provider sees that, oh, this guy is sending this type of letter. Okay, now it's another one. Now it's another one. So each of your messages will be dynamically created for each customer with dynamic fields or different names or a little bit different content. So each email is different. So that will result in a lot better inboxing rate because you're sending a very much mixed content, not just one line communication like a stream, but it's more customized. And that's really powerful. So newsletters, I think they're great if we are in 2010, but right now we have the option to do dynamic content. And those companies which leverage on that will have an edge on inboxing which is the basis of all next metric. Because the more people open your email, the more we'll click, the more we'll buy your product. The 99 Challenges podcast is produced by Anywhere Consulting. We solve problems for growing businesses with specialized marketing and business services. If you want to partner up with us, visit our site at anywhere.consulting. If you want to read more about our podcast episodes or want to become a guest on our show, please visit the99challenges.com. So pretty much you say that having a weekly newsletter, let's say, is not enough right now. We are doing it a little bit differently. We suggest for our clients, and this is working really well, actually. We have really good statistics on this. So create a nurturing process. And this is back to your question, what they can start with right away. Create a nurturing process. If someone is subscribing to your email, your newsletter, don't wait until you send your next newsletter. They subscribe now. They want the content now. They trust you with your email. 
please don't send a click here to confirm your email address because that's not friendly. A message which is like, welcome to my home. Yeah, here is a drink, sit down, what you would like to eat, you welcome them. So here is my YouTube channel, here is my blog. This is the most voted article. This is the most interesting article. Not long, just five, six sentences, and then see you soon. And time your next email based on that. And this first email, I call it the story so far. This email, what you send out, this can be rewritten every month. Just a couple of messages you have to change. And friendly is based on, it's not working with lists. That's usually the second astonishing moment when our clients realize there are no lists. There are segments. And these segments qualify people to receive certain communication. And not only the segments are dynamic, but the, so the, the dynamic segments make possible that the whole customer experience, the context experience will be dynamic as well. And personalized and kind and of like customized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I understand. And that leads to higher conversion. And it, that leads to higher conversion. So for example, when you send out the newsletter in Friendly, uh, you don't send out the newsletter now, you open a window for that. And you can close that window, but your newsletter is valid for a certain time, let's say for one week. So someone subscribes, then they can also get this uh, most updated version, let's say, if you want. And if you produce, let's say, content externally, like social media, for example, or maybe inbound, doesn't really matter. With marketing automation tools, you can recommend the relevant content to those people who are interested in your services or product or retarget ads, does the marketing automation extend to that as well? Yeah, so it's you asked many questions. First of all, yes, you can feature your Facebook post, let's say that's a very common uh, solution and it works really well. The second thing is, let's say you are creating a segment on your website from people who are interested in certain product, let's say a pancake mix. They're interested in pancake mix because they visited certain URL containing pancake mix multiple times. You can use other tools as well to identify this, but this is the simplest to create a segment. You can synchronize the segment with a custom audience on Facebook by using Zapier or any 10. There are different tools for that, very inexpensive tools. You can have like a daily update or something. And you can reach out to them and keep advertising them on Facebook. That works. On the other hand, you can save the Facebook click IDs also in Friendly. So you understand this person is coming from Facebook. So you can understand also the multi-touch uh, attributions and how the whole customer journey is forming. But you cannot schedule you cannot schedule a Facebook post or LinkedIn post in Friendly. Why is that? First of all, these guys are trying to close their systems. And the other thing is that it's timely restricted. I want my Facebook post now and I want people to see it now. And Friendly is working not connected with the current time in this sense, which means that's your journey. Yeah? Your journey starts today. I'm going to tell you this today. And when you finish your journey, then I'm going to say something else at the end. What happens but with Facebook evergreen is content? actually right now. What happens with evergreen content then? So let's say you publish something on Facebook, which is, I, I understand that if you publish something on the social media, most social media sites, they do have a timeline or whatever. When you publish tomorrow, it's, it's yesterday's news. So no one will check it. No one will, will see it. But what if that you do have evergreen content and some 
especially some social media platforms, they do have that. I don't know, LinkedIn articles, let's say, but you do have a blog, for example, on your own website. You can pre-schedule that, you can up-publish that it's an inbound content. Can you use that evergreen content on your website to do or connect it with other marketing automation solutions so maybe? you can create dynamic content pieces in Friendly, which will be shown on your website based on your profile. So for example, mm-hmm. I say I have a segment, again, Pancake Mix, yeah? and it's relevant to you. So when you log into the website, you will see that piece of content on your website because it's generated friendly sending it that, hey, this guy is interested in this content. We have partners who have webinars or ever webinars. You know, mm-hmm. that, that is an evergreen content. So for them, the, the journey of the client is created in such a way that the first day they see the first day's content, the second day content, and for everyone, these days are different. So the countdown at the end of the sales process, so you should convert now, you have one hour left, blah, blah, blah. It's also connected to that one contact's personal profile in Friendly. And also about webinars, what really our customers love, that you can go two ways. If a person visited the webinar and watched it until a certain time, you will send another type of communication than to those who have not attended the webinar. Right now, our clients have a 50% attendance rate approximately. So we put a great emphasis on the communication when someone does not, didn't attend the webinar. I'm glad that you mentioned webinars. In one of the recent episodes, we interviewed John Schumacher, who is a webinar expert. And he said an interesting insight that evergreen webinars and automated webinars are really high converting tools. So when someone creates an automated evergreen webinar, it can be used for so many different occasions and you can fix up uh, a great deal of marketing automation underneath it, which again, drives huge value um, to your business. Cool. This is all cool. We emphasize that Friendly is based in Switzerland. And we also talk a lot about how you can tailor and customize certain aspects of marketing automation to one single person, let's say. To what extent we can automate any type of marketing automation when it comes to privacy? So when can we make sure and how can we make sure that we provide a highly customized, personalized marketing automation campaign, but still respect the client's privacy? I think the most important thing is two, two important things. The one is that you should work based on GDPR and whatever the equivalence name will be in Switzerland. That's one of the most important things. Luckily, friendly is GDPR friendly. We actually offer a little guidance for our clients. It's one of the requirements is that you should be able to export all the activities. So whatever our clients are collecting or, or about their customers in friendly, they can export it with just one click. And the other very important requirement of GDPR is that you have the right to be forgotten and that's also streamlined. And that's why I think one of the, one of the reasons why we support it. Plus we are in Europe, so we actually pay attention to this. How does it fit with the clients? Like you said, they be, like to, to give a very good experience, you need to track them. It's okay if you tell them. So we help our clients to choose their uh, cookie 
or not only cookie management, but it's more like a concern management tools. And these concern management tools, what we are uh, recommending, are able to manage the different levels of cookies needed for such customization. Like for example, there are certain aspects of friendly which are marketing uh, needed for marketing, but there are certain aspects which are needed for, for usability of a website, mandatory cookies, functional cookies. So for example, if you have a, you can build a membership site with Friendly if you really want to. In order to be offered the, the membership benefits, you have to track the, the customer. So tracking cookie will be a functional cookie as well. So I think that if you do it right, and luckily we, we only have really amazing clients who want to improve the experience for their customers, then you can improve the experience for the customers. So you're not spying on people. <laughs> you try to deliver more valuable content because you don't want to be not in 2010 anymore when you can send out 100 million emails and let the customer choose. There's an AI in Gmail filtering out the trash and even good senders are landing in the trash. But if you send less, more relevant, you're more likely to land in the inbox. It's all about engagement. Does it matter where your data is stored, by the way, in terms of, so let's say marketing automation does require a lot of data. Does it matter where that data is stored in terms of privacy? Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you want to know what kind of jurisdiction refers to your data, what, who has right to what. I mean, we are trying to stay inside of the European Union. Our servers are in Switzerland or Germany, depending on where clients uh, want to have them. And we work with with businesses, with servers in, in, in European Union. So we, we're trying to focus on that. It is really important for us. And also our, our other product, uh, we're talking now about marketing automation, but our other product-friendly analytics is a cookie-less analytics solution. And we have clients who very much valuable the, the fact that we are hosting in Switzerland. We have government of uh, Greenland, for example, using us and also Canton Bam. So we see that there is, there is a need for that and we're trying to embrace it. Cool, cool. That sounds amazing. Let's say just to end, end, the, end the show with some practical tips. If I'm a business owner and want to start with marketing automation, what do you think would be the, the most important steps that I should take when I want to enhance my marketing activities that are already in place? So... The most important thing is to understand that marketing automation relies on tracking on your website and in your client's inboxes. So combine things which you can do with that. You can understand if someone is not coming to back to your website for a certain time, what would you tell them? It's a lost contact, but you have the chance to talk to them with marketing automation. What would you tell them? What do you tell people first time coming to your website? What, how would you recover lost sales? How can you make your newsletters more efficient? And how would you collect information? If you can answer these questions that if these things would benefit you, then you should start doing. Marketing automation starts always really small. We usually tell our clients, just move your newsletter sending to us and we will open the word for you. We will show you how else you can use this tool. And when you change your newsletter to, for example, to Friendly or any other marketing automation tool, you will immediately understand that what the next steps will be for your company. It's a work together. By the way, marketing automation, everybody understands it's needed, but without a strategy, it's absolutely useless. 
So we also have unlimited consultation in our smallest package event with a, with the success manager, and mostly it's me. And if, if you want to chat with me about this, then then just book a book a, a demo on our website. Can you sh- share a little bit more contact information where people can reach you if they have any follow up questions about friendly and marketing automation? By the way, I really love the the name of the product or the brand. It's it's really nice. Yeah, thanks. You can come to friendly.is or friendlyautomate.com. Both places we can help you out. And yeah, I think that's the best way to contact us. You can read a little bit about us in our blog. You can read about our journey as well and book a free training and maybe we can work together. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you, Joy, for being on, on the show and provided so valuable insights on marketing automation. Thank you, Peter. It has been a blast. Thank you. My pleasure. So I hope we could provide valuable insights on marketing automation. Again, thanks, Joy, for for joining us. If anyone has any questions, reach out to Joy. We will cover more business challenges in our upcoming episodes. And as always, we will follow up this show with more content on our site at the99challenges.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to the 99 Challenges show. We follow up each episode with more content at the99challenges.com or at anywhere.consulting. Have a specific challenge you want us to discuss? Want to be a guest on our show? Feel free to drop us a line at info at anywhere.consulting. Until next time, take care and grow.